Hi, I'm Rebecca Roberts. Hi, I'm Harriet Small. Welcome to Have You Got Five Minutes? PR comms and marketing podcast answering the things you'd normally have asked someone really quickly about at an event or while making a brew in the office. Well, hi, Harriet. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very good. I'm in a homeschooling, joyous period of my life. It's a really interesting time for people trying to work and homeschool. Professionally, I feel like when my diary is back to normal, I should be much more capable. Yeah, it is interesting because I saw um, so on Facebook, I follow Anna Whitehouse, who's a journalist and a radio presenter on Heart, and she's been promoting um, hashtag right to furlough for parents. And she said sometimes she feels as if it's her head is telling her you need to get the money and her heart is telling her you need to be with your child. And so she's been doing um, a petition to get more signatures and she's been surveying parents to sort of get their views on what it's like to homeschool and really fighting for that right for them to be followed because it might you're doing two jobs yeah like there's no way you could fall t- like I'm lucky I work for myself so I've just had to pick what I can focus my attention on but like if I'd been in one of my previous jobs where I'm full-time I, I think it's almost an impossible ask to expect people to like work doing both there's some research out this week from Oxford University actually looking at I think it surveyed like 6,000 parents parents feel burnt out about homeschooling and you're more irritable you're the stress went higher and anxiety scores and I think it's just that feeling of not being able to relax properly and I've seen quite a few organizations look at flexible furlough to just help parents like flip days and split the work but um yeah it's it's really weird I think they're like a forgotten group at the moment yeah and I think I think it's also tricky because some parents will just fight through because also they don't want to be seen as um taking advantage or maybe they did use the flexible options that were available in the first lockdown so it is it is hard because also how do you speak up and like looking through some of the Instagram comments on this lady's um, profile you really do feel for people and how much they're really really struggling with these decisions yeah like I think that first lockdown there was like a whimsical we're gonna look do Jay Wicks and we're gonna look at banana bread and it's gonna be great and like it was sunny so you can kind of throw them in the garden if you're lucky enough to have a garden and all that kind of stuff so for a lot of people um was easier and now it is just a lot harder in winter months particularly and also like there is I mean that highlighted bit around like the socioeconomic factor like parents who have are able to do some flexibility with their jobs and have technology um are doing 30 percent more work than those who don't and I think that tech divide and like the inequality has been really highlighted by homeschool in particular yeah the, the lack of um technology for a lot of learners is a challenge I know some of the councils especially in London are doing a lot of um, fundraising and asking people to donate laptops and iPads and even the use of wi-fi it's so interesting like you could be on a video call with somebody and they're like they just drop off or they freeze because the kids are on google classroom so it's it it's a minefield um yeah we'll share any tips we find in the show notes about the petition and also like some tips of how to like basically spin and do both so harry and i were discussing about what kind of things we're missing out on when you're not in that office environment and one of the things that came up 
and I think I guess comes up every year, particularly when you're starting the year off and you're looking ahead, are the industry reports, you know, where to find them and the predictions like what we should be looking at. So yeah, H, where do you tend to go for stuff? This is an interesting one. So normally we have the state of the sector which comes out for internal comms. But I think the big one that everyone looks at is the Elderman Trust Barometer. So that's sort of the one that give everyone sort of mentions. And I, and I think sometimes with these things, people are like, well, what does it all mean? What's the point of it? Why do we have to care about it? Everyone just keeps talking about it. And I think, I think what I really like about the Elderman Trust Barometer is it, 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 it gives you a sense of where the world is and what they're doing. And it's not, and I really like that this year it's all, it's all about trust, but it also highlights for me as an internal communicator, um, this whole thing about how people have moved away from traditional news sources, have moved away from listening to official, in quotes, um, spokespeople like politicians and and sort of heads of government, and are now going back to listening to business leaders and CEOs and chief execs. So it then reminds me of how important my work is in this current climate where some people are just not getting any news from traditional news sources and they're actually getting all their um, guidance around maybe the pandemic from from work but then other times I really I like a lot of the blogs so um, redefining communications which is done by Jenny Field they do some really good predictions Um, and then you've got a lot of the tools so if you think about Populo or some of the others they do a lot of predictions and they normally ask internal communicators like what are they gonna what are the opportunities for the the year um, but it, it 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 it's it's an interesting one because I think also nobody predicted what was going to happen in 2020. We wouldn't have had the year; it would have just cancelled. I'm naturally cynical, but um, I think you see a lot of the like industry reports, and I guess because my kind of area is like youth marketing and youth comms, you see a lot of the social media platforms sort of you know, little humble brags about, hey, they'll probably be, you need to spend more advertising on you because you're brilliant. Um, and they're quite useful to look at habits like Snapchat just put one out this week around like sporting habits um, for young people using um, Snapchat. And I, but instantly I'm like, well, okay, well, that's happening with Twitch. So I think sometimes the, the platforms are useful to look at what they're saying. But then I also really like things like the Ofcom, media habits of, of parents and, and people if you want to look at a particular subsection or a particular angle to not just base on one like industry report or one set of predictions you can start seeing like causations and correlations if you look at a few and, and like a little bit of desk research will really help you I think yeah and I think sometimes also I struggle with them because for example you know we've always done this the one in our industry and it's done by the membership bodies like the PRCA or the CFPR where they talk about how we're so stressed out. And I, I don't know how much longer people can tell me I'm stressed out because I work in PR and com. It's like, what's, okay, okay, so what what do we do now that we're all stressed out? So what what's the way forward? And I think that's why sometimes I do struggle with the reports. And I think, you know, I, I've been to Comms Unplugged um, twice. And I think sometimes we just need the next step from just, someone telling us we've got this problem what do I do beyond the acknowledging that I've got a problem so now what do I actually do yeah and I also think sometimes with those with a lot of the research and it depends how it's written I find it really interesting when you go through different reports and the scale of them and all the rest of it but often respondents could be self-selecting and often people what they say and what they do is really different so that's why I quite like looking at a few different things and I think sometimes sensationalist headlines don't help so you know, you'll get this whole stat like Gen Z, you know, spending 24 hours a day on their phone. And when you actually look at, you know, the the predicted between seven and 11 hours, 
you know, because their TV consumption has gone down, because they're accessing their news content through their phones, actually their habits aren't that sensational. But the Daily Mail will have you believe they're doing that with the habits and how they're reported. Sometimes those stats can be unhelpful if you're not looking a little bit deeper. Yeah, it's always interesting with stats as well, because I read the book, um, The Science of Fear, which had been recommended to me for a long time. And it's how do people use the stats and how are they reported and how are they used and I think that that's what I really struggle with with sometimes with industry reports because what is the pool of that data but at the same time as well the um the black comms network um they did a survey last summer when everything was happening with black lives matter and some of the data in that survey is actually quite rich and I think if our industry body needs our industry bodies need somewhere to start, I think that's a really good place for them to start to really understand some of the things that are going on. Because I also think that sometimes certain practitioners just get survey fatigue. I think that's just really like a good practice to have a mix of things. There isn't one one source for everything. I think if you're looking at a particular area, it's great. But also sometimes the bigger picture stuff like the National Trust Barometer, Ofcom, um, those kind of things are really helpful as well. Yeah, and we've got the census this year as well, so that will give some really That'll good data. That's it for our first episode. If there is anything that you would like to talk about for five minutes, drop Harriet or myself, we will put our details in the show notes and we'll include it in a future episode. Thanks.